When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into this week's edition of the Auburn Live Recruiting Show. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3, and I'm joined, as I always am this week, by three of the guys who know more about recruiting than they probably need to. <laughs> Mr. Cole Pinkston, Mr. J Head, and Mr. Keith Niebuhr on the road. How about you, fellas? How about, How about you, brother? Oh, man. Got a, a lot to talk about this week. Got a big day tomorrow. Auburn's going to have its first big junior day under new coach Hugh Freeze. We've already confirmed more than 50 recruits, and I'm sure that number is going to go up considerably. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was 70 or more by the time it's all said and done. Uh, We've confirmed a lot. We've got that all at Auburn Live on three. If you're not a member of that site, go check us out, man. One week for free. You can do it right now. Sign up. Get it for free. And if you don't like us after a week, you can cancel at no charge. But I guarantee you, you will not want to cancel. Because there's a lot of information. We're going to have it all coming. We're going to have a, a junior day blog. We're going to have conf- confirmations when guys get there. We're going to have exit interviews when they leave. And we're expecting maybe a commitment or two. would be surprised, more surprised if they don't get a commitment than if they do. Before we get started and go in-depth on this junior day, we want to say to the uh, three people who emailed me asking who can they uh, get to buy them a house to help sell their house, I got the answer for you. Jessica Andrews with EXP Realty, folks, 334-704-4442. As Jay Head says, she's a five-star realtor. (laughs) Buying, selling, residential investment properties, she can do it all, folks. Jessica Andrews with EXP Realty, 334-704-4442. And tell her we sent you. All right, folks, fellas, we've got over 50, not over, we've got more than 50 recruits expected to attend, confirmed from six or seven different states. I think that last count there were 18 four-stars. I'm expecting that number to grow to more than 20 before it's all said and done. Cole, let me get you started, big dog. What's your What's your thoughts? You've been following who's coming, who's who's not, who can't make it, who can uh, you've seen the list. You've helped build the list going into tomorrow. First big junior day under Hugh Freeze. What are you taking into it? Well, uh, you know, obviously the first thing that jumps off the page is how much different, you know, it is than, than what happened last year. I, I, I'm not going to avoid that because it is. It's a big difference, and it should be notated that they were able to get so many guys out here in, in short notice, it seemed like. So uh, these are guys that, are telling me, Hey, you know, I got some other schools kind of asking me if I'm going to be there on this day and this day, and they want me there this weekend, but you know, I kind of want to be, I want to be at Auburn on this day. It sounds like it's going to be a good event. A lot of guys there, good camaraderie, that kind of thing. So that's, that stands out to me. And a lot of those guys have said that uh, most of them really, because these are guys, like you said, you got a lot of four stars on the list. You got a lot of guys that are probably going to be four stars. Right. At some point. Guys that are unrated that, are going to have a really good ranking when they get the ranking as we continue to go through the 24 class. But 
I see so many good players coming in. I've been watching all the film on these guys. There's a lot of guys I like, even some of those unrated guys. A lot of good linebackers. Yeah. A lot of good linebackers, which is, a, to me, a big position of need. You know, Wesley Steiner, Cam Riley probably moving on after 23, so or close to it. That's a big position. Keith, help, help some of our listeners understand what they can expect. What are recruits coming up here to do? What's a junior day entail? Oh, forgive me, I'm driving, so any... Yeah, Keith is coming to Auburn to help blow out the coverage. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, it's not that complicated. You, They're going to show, first and foremost, the facilities. You've got the Taj Mahal of college football facilities now. That's number one on the list, right? That is the first yeah. thing all these kids are going to want to see and all the things, the first thing they're going to need to see. Many of them know about Jordan-Hare. Many of them have already been to games at Jordan-Hare. The ones that have it will enjoy that experience walking around there. But, again, the new facility, you don't build this thing. Well, let me, let me rephrase that. You build it four days like this, right? That's why you have it. You want to show off what you have because at the end of the day, what are we doing for you, the athlete? And that, that giant building is – it looks pretty, but the crux of it, the main thing in the thing with it is it's about your – as a player, your development. That's what's going on inside this building. we got this, 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 and this, and these are the things that are going to help us get you to the NFL. So first and foremost, that's what they're going to want to do. Secondly, uh, FaceTime with the coaches and getting to know the coaches. You know, these younger guys, when Hugh Freeze goes to a school, he can barely talk to these guys by rules. I mean, you got you got a limited amount of time you can kind of get to know these guys. Now, you can chat with them on the phone, and they've done that, but nothing beats that, that eye-to-eye contact, right? So Hugh Freeze on down, his assistants, and now, which is different than 10 years ago, the assistants have assistants, and they have assistants. So the kids are going to be getting to know the people in, in that, on that staff. So if you're a defensive lineman, you want to get to know Jeremy Garrett. You're going to want to get to know the people that are working with him, the analysts, and then the recruiting department people that are kind of assigned to his guys. So you're going to come away getting to know a good group of people, uh, a, a good mix of people. And then also if you're one of the higher-level guys, you probably will get some one-on-one time with Hugh Freeze. I've seen Hugh Freeze interacting before. I know you got, you all have too. He, he can kind of work in and out of a crowd quickly and make everybody feel like they're special. So uh, his job is going to be to try to <laughs> figure out how to split that time up. You know what I mean? They're going to they're going to have guys prioritized by by you know uh, level of importance. Uh, but so the main thing again, getting to see the facilities, getting FaceTime, and getting to know the coaches because that's about connecting with them. That's you and your family. And then also they're going to get tours of the campus as well. I mean, that's kind of basic standard stuff that you see everywhere. But to me, it's all about getting to know the new coaches at Auburn and getting to know and see that new facility. I mean, it's going to be the first time I get to see it. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. And we've, we've, heard, we've heard that if it's not the best in college football, it's certainly in the conversation. And, in fact, in interviews with a lot of recruits this week, they've all mentioned, I want to see this facility. I keep hearing about it. So. Mm. head as a fan, you following this as close as, if not closest, closer than anyone. Are you excited about this weekend? Absolutely, and for a multitude of reasons. First and foremost, and Cole alluded to it, and I'm not looking to you know to bash anybody, but last year's Junior Day, by comparison, just on the invite list alone and who we expect to be there, is already marketably better. 
take into the fact, structurally speaking, what all is that junior day going to entail? How are they going to wrap that around as far as getting players from place to place, getting them in front of the coaches mm. that they need to see? How this works? You've got Logistics. a brand new general manager in John Miller, a brand new uh, director of player personnel in AK Magula. This is their first shot at really kind of structurally speaking, putting a big event in place. So I'm excited to see how that all comes. And then the fact that not only are you having 2024 kids on campus at positions of need, like Cole talked about, with linebacker, which is a huge need, because not only do you have Wes Steiner and Cam Riley moving on, Des Tisdall is potentially close to graduation, Eugene Asante, Cameron Brown. That is going to be a massive position of need. But you've got linebackers coming in. You've got wide receivers where we've talked about you need to upgrade the talent base. Offensive linemen, it's going to be another big clash. You're losing at least four offensive linemen this coming year. Defensive linemen, and they're hammering the surrounding states. You're getting kids from Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Mississippi. That natural recruiting footprint that Auburn needs to eat out of each and every year. And where you can get high-level talent. It's not like we're in the state of Nevada, okay? And, you know what I mean, the surrounding area is just not overly fruitful besides California. This is, you are in the crux of the recruiting hotbed in Auburn, Alabama. You have access to five of the states that generate the most NFL talent year in and year out. And I love the fact that we're getting in that local talent and we're hopefully we can be impressive. And also the 2025 guys, we've talked about this. It is a 24-month recruiting period. That's how this works. So while you're behind on the 2024s to a degree, and this is a big catch-up moment, this is getting us on schedule with 2025, and I love to see those kids on campus as well. Man, if I could interject, one, can I interject one thing, Jeffrey? I don't think that it's going to be too difficult to manage all these kids. Again, like we said earlier, you know, if you got seven, let's suppose you have 100 kids, we have 10 assistant coaches. So if you just broke it up, that that's just 10 per coach. Well, that's still a lot, but then each coach has a guy below him, and then people below them too. So are working with them. So I think when you when you look at it that way. It's not super overwhelming, and they ought to be able to manage it pretty well. We, we kind of have a, uh, an idea of how they run a, a, a visit like this uh, mm -hmm. from that big official visit weekend that happened earlier when they had, like, Rivaldo Fairweather and some of these transfers that came in. Plus, they were wrapping up before signing day. I was texting Braden Joyner during that, and he was telling me he was in a group with Elijah McAllister, Rivaldo Fairweather, and they had, like, their own team leader. So, Mm -hmm. That's probably going to be something like they do it this week. They'll have they'll have a, a group or several groups where they tour them through and and do different things and then come together later. The uh, the two two positions I think Jay had mentioned uh, when I'm looking at the confirmed visitor expected visitor list and again this list will grow. These are just the guys that we know we have confirmed individually with them, but that linebacker group and even linebackers coach Josh Aldridge. Uh, tweeted about it yesterday, like some studs are coming in this weekend, and he, he's yeah. excited. I'm looking at the linebacker list. you got four-star linebacker Demarcus Riddick from Chilton County, committed to Georgia. He's coming down to Auburn. Uh, Auburn had little to no shot with him two months ago with Hugh Freeze and this new staff that made him a high priority. But getting him on campus this weekend, uh, that's one four-star. you got four-star linebacker Xavier Hamilton from Navarre, Florida. you got four-star linebacker Jordan Burns from Atlanta Pace. You've got three-star Devin Smith, and a lot of these guys, like Cole, Cole mentioned, uh, will end up being four-stars. Ocean Springs, Eric Moore, Joseph Billings from Tuskegee is coming up. Uh, but those that top 
tier of linebackers, Demarcus Riddick, Xavier Hamilton, Jordan Burns, three of those guys, all elite, I would think, are considered to be elite. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a great group of linebackers coming in. Another position Jay had mentioned, and it also stood out to me, were the wide receivers. Yes. J.J. Harrell, Sardis, Mississippi. Cameron Coleman's coming up from Central Phoenix City. Chance Robinson Keith's coming up from Fort Lauderdale, St. Thomas Aquinas, home to uh, you know the best wide receiver I've ever seen. Cameron, Cameron Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Schwartz. Uh, Anthony Robinson. Anthony with Robinson, it's it's still up in the air. I think whether he can. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so he's made, but hey, you know, be, yeah. Good. Oh, I was going to say Jamari Murphy's coming in. He's an in-state wide receiver, and then Kennedy Brantley, who has several different offers, mm-hmm. is coming in. Or he told me he was coming in from Texas. Mm-hmm. So a, a good group of wide receivers, a good group of good group of uh, linebackers, and then there's a lot of guys. Listed as athletes like Malcolm Simmons, four-star athlete, Ronnie Royal, four-star athlete. Yeah, uh, those guys are coming in. You know, pick a position; those cats can can play just about anywhere. Defensive lineman Jay had mentioned, Landon Marshall, Michael Bura, yes. Bura, Bura. He's got an Auburn offer. Um, <laughs> so a lot. Uh, Jamari Payne, unheralded yes. local kid from Lochapoca, got several offers coming in. Yep. Uh, anybody, any, any other position of uh, defensive backs, of course, is going to be Amon Lane, Zion Ferguson, the LSU commitment, Jaden Lewis, we talked about him, possible commitment, Tevis Metcalf's coming in, uh, Travaris Banks coming down from uh, Tuscaloosa. And, and then, you hey, you know what? Let's not forget about the punters and kickers. Two of those guys coming in, Mason Love from Missouri and Bobby Inksler from Tallahassee, Florida. Got to have a kicker in this, in, in this class, and Auburn's bringing in two. I'd say the one position we haven't mentioned yet is quarterback. And and while we don't see any, we don't know of any yet, 2024s, there is an exciting 2025 coming. You're going to have to give me his name here uh, from Georgia. And then you also have Trent Seaborn, the 2027 quarterback from Thompson High School in Alabaster, who just helped Thompson win a state title. And so they've got to, you know, they've got to build connections with these guys so they're not scrambling in two years to pick up quarterbacks. I mean, ultimately – they're behind, right? They just got here in the last couple of months. They're playing catch-up. A year from now, they should be more than caught up. And this is a great opportunity to get in. Can somebody give me the name of the Georgia quarterback? Yeah, Antoine Hill. Yeah. Antoine Hill, who, by the way, if you look at his photos, looks just like the former five-star offensive lineman Trey Hill in the face, who played in Georgia, is now in the NFL. That's his uncle. And so okay. you're, bringing in him, you're bringing in him and the guy threw, the guy threw yeah, exactly like him. He threw for 40 touchdowns last year as a sophomore at uh, Hoco, Houston County in, Georgia, in Warner Robins, Georgia. So, again, you're building – and Penn State, I think, just offered him in the last 48 hours. Uh, Auburn has not yet offered him, but if they like what they see and they feel like he's a, an intelligent kid, and I bet he is because uh, Trey Hill was a very smart guy. I think that family just, you know, education is pretty big to them. So you start building those connections with a young guy like that early. And then, obviously, Trent Seaborn, he's 2027. 20, so Hugh Freeze can't really talk to the guy. I can't call the guy. I can't text him. None of the coaches can. So this is his opportunity, uh, both both uh, sides, to meet each other and actually talk. The only time they can really talk is in person. And so, uh, you know, Hugh Freeze was at his school recently and, and told the coach, Mark Freeman, who we all know, great guy, said, uh, we want this guy to come down. He's going down, and he's excited. He's a guy that's going to have a t- – the guy's in the eighth grade. He's already got a dozen offers. I mean, the, eighth, the eighth grade, I mean, I mean – 
Jeff and I were playing Atari 2600 in the eighth grade, you know? In television, in television. In, in television, that's right. ColecoVision and television. And, uh, <laughs> but no, but that's big because, you know, he may never get better. My gut says he's just, he is going to get better, though, and he's going to continue to grow. He's already 6'1", 135 pounds. So you build that connection with him and his family early, and if you like him in three years, you know, you put the foot on the gas. So that's important. Now, we'll have to see if any 2024 QB show up. Uh, Walker White, uh, I believe, is going to be at Clemson this weekend. They're... In the words of Charlie Murphy, or excuse me, in the words of Rick James from the Charlie Murphy E. True Hollywood <laughs> Stories, correction, Keith. Lamar <laughs> McClellan is coming in. Come on, there's McClellan. Your, there's your 2024 quarterback. Lamar McClellan. Hey, man, you mentioned the 2025 group, Keith, man. This, I, and I was waiting because I want to do its own segment on these guys. Uh, what's, what's being lost? You see uh, one, two, three, four, four stars. But let me tell you what those four-star guys are. They're all top 100. They're all top 65 overall recruits in that class. Two of them our top 15 overall. So you're talking about future five-star guys in uh, Zion Grady, who's the number seven overall recruit yes. in the 2025 class, in-state defensive end from Charles Henderson, home to Zach Etheridge. Zach Etheridge. Ra Ra White. Uh, and then uh, uh, who's the Ferguson kid? Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anquan Figgins. Fagans yes. Yeah, Fagans, from, yeah. From Thompson, he's number eleven. So you got two top eleven overall recruits in the twenty twenty five class coming in. And if those rankings stay the same a year from now, they'll both be five star guys. You've got Antoine Hill. Keith talked about he's a top sixty five overall. I think he's the number seven quarterback in that class. <laughs> and then Anthony Rogers from right up the road in Pike Road, big time uh, Alabama, big yep. time running back. Another top sixty five overall recruit. Mm-hmm. So you've got four top 100 guys, and top 100 again is being conservative. I think I think the lowest overall grade or, or ranking. Well, Anthony Rogers is 62, Antoine Hill is 67. So you've got four top 70 overall recruits from the 2025 class coming in, including two top 11s, and then the other 2025 guys guys who aren't ranked yet, but have Auburn offers. Guys like uh, uh, Shamar Anu. I know I said that right. I know you Grace, did. <laughs> Grace John Swain from Aniston. Yep. Uh, Bryce Hudson, I think Keith wrote about him, the big offensive tackle from Grayson's coming over from Georgia. Mm-hmm. So those 2025 guys, you're talking about getting uh, being on time with their recruitment, getting these top dogs in again. Yes. And most of these guys are coming back. Uh, and then in 2026, you've got Hezekiah Harris. The Aniston team's loaded, man. They've got guys in the 2024, 2025, and 2026 uh, Auburn's already offered 2026 Ezekiel Harris. He's an edge. He's coming in from Aniston. Anthony Jones is a stud linebacker from St. Paul's down in Mobile. And then Keith mentioned the 2027 Trent Seaborn, who won the 7A state title, beat the shit out of Auburn High School <laughs> yes, as an eighth did. grader. Yep. As an eighth grader. My son is in sixth grade. He is a little kid. Dude, never he never changed his expression the whole game He's either. He's two years older than my 12-year-old son, and he beat the shit out of Auburn High School in the 7A <laughs> state t- championship game. Looking like Montrevious Atkinson with that, you know what I mean? Yeah. That full-grown man look. And, and is, honestly, can, can we just make this point real quick? Uh, you know, people say the Stetson Bennett thing, oh, he's got such great players around him. Yeah, he does. But how about look at the throws, man? He made all the throws, all of them. 
Every throw looked good to me. I didn't see one that I go, eh, that's not good enough. Nope, they all look good. So there you go. He can <laughs> spin it. So am, you I got... the right, am I on the right show? I, I, I lost y'all for a minute. I come back and Cole's talking about Stetson Bennett. What's going on? What, what happened here? More importantly, <laughs> Keith, are you in the right lane? No. I, I'm in the middle lane, and I'm in that part of Florida. Everybody wonders where I get all my cutoff jean shorts. This is the place where you would get them, right here, right okay. near the, the Georgia, the Georgia Florida line. Okay. Uh, three, three for ten dollars, right? As long as you're not in that left lane, all's good. Right. One hundred percent. So, hey, let's talk about what everybody really wants to know. Sure. Who is going to commit? Mm. Everybody, that's that's what folks want to know. Auburn has one commitment right now. They had two. They dropped uh, uh, Adrian Posse, the quarterback from South Florida, mm-hmm. dropped him. He's no longer committed. So you've got Amon Lane, the four-star defensive back from Moody, who committed under Harson. And since the transition of coaches, the new coaching staff says, we want you, do you want us? He checked yes, sent the note back to them. So every, all is good with Amon Lane being committed to Auburn. He will be here tomorrow for the junior day. Will anybody join him this weekend? We've got a couple of guys we've been keeping an eye on. Uh, mentioned it in the war room today. Uh, four-star defensive back from Aniston, Jaden Lewis, has been high on Auburn for quite some time. Jamarian Fat, P.H. Fat, yes. Burnett, uh, the running back from Andalusia, who's rushed for, I don't remember, two thousands of yards. He's really good. Uh, he'll be in as well. Both of those guys are coming in. He has said he will be committing soon. Hasn't announced a date, just said committing soon from what I can remember. So those two guys, are, are, are we're going to be keeping a close eye on. Um, and, and, you know, like we talked about before we went on the uh, started recording, you know, there's always like some dude from, you know, East Bumble, Florida or Georgia, who just comes out of nowhere and commits. Right. Wouldn't be surprised by that. I'm going down the list, folks. Uh Anybody else that you got, those two guys are pretty much, it's not like I'm coming in with a hot take here. Anybody else, does anybody have anybody else? Ah, you know what? Uh, I could see it happening. Not out of this group. If Bradley Shaw had been here, linebacker yeah. from Hoover, that's one that I'm really tracking that I think he could be on an expedited timeline. Obviously, Walker White, the quarterback, we're all kind of following that one. But is it any surprise, we just talked about how recruiting is a 24-month process, that a running back and a defensive back, and you retained Carnell Cadillac Williams and Zach Etheridge, are the two guys that we're tracking that are close to a commitment. It seems on par with what we all have kind of noted um, in our group chat and, and, you know, kind of just what we know about the overall recruiting process. But Jaden Lewis, big-time defensive back. Jamarian Fat Burnett, big-time, big-time tailback. I think he's right. He does need to get his body in a little bit better shape. There are people that have told me that. But I can't remember the last time we had a kid his size. If you get a commitment from him, a running back that is as big as him. 6'1", 210, he was listed. Sorry, Jay, I want to throw that And out. I think he's – I've seen him in person. He's bigger than that, Jeffrey. I mean, I, I think he's almost every bit of 215, 220 right now. Not quite Cam Petway. No. But could be there in time. I mean, I, I don't think that's outside the realm of possibility. And Cam Petway's a guy we recruited to play fullback initially and transition yeah. to running back. This kid is a running back all the way. And I think you're talking short yardage or needing to bang it in between the tackles. He can do it, and he can do it in spades. I'm really impressed with what I've seen from this film. But um, I, I'll hand it over at that point to you guys, uh, to you, Keith and Cole. But 
it just doesn't surprise me that, you know, given what we know about the recruiting process and retaining those two guys that can sell Auburn better than anybody, that those are the two places you're potentially going to get a commitment. Damn week. good theory. Yeah. I'll tell you, a couple, a couple guys I'm keeping an eye on, and I don't know if they're going to be anywhere near ready to commit, but it's not always about, and I know nobody wants to hear this, but, you know, Big Cat Weekend every year, and people are like, okay, we're going to get eight or nine commitments, and you maybe get one. It's right. about building. It's about building. And uh, so you get guys, you, you go to their schools, you communicate with them via phone, you get them to visit, then you get them to come back in spring to watch practice. Then you hopefully get them to the A-Day game. And at that point, most a lot of these guys are getting close, right? Uh, you're, you're getting close to knowing where they're going to go. But to me, two guys that I'm watching, and I'm just intrigued by and I, It's early, but I wouldn't be surprised if they end up at Auburn. And one in Cole's written about Devin Smith, the linebacker from Brunswick, Georgia. Mm-hmm. They ide- it seems they identified him pretty early as an offer guy. And it's a three-star kid. They identified him pretty, pretty early. Remember who else was a three-star linebacker from the Brunswick, Georgia area? Jared Davis, uh, one-time Auburn commit who ended up not going to Auburn and, and ended up being a first-round pick. But very good area. And Auburn's had good success over in Brunswick. So Devin Smith, uh, I know that Josh Aldridge, the linebacker's coach, was recently there. I think they're starting to build a pretty good relationship. So I'm keeping an eye on him. I, I don't. I have no idea if he's nearing even close to commitment, but I just somebody that I think it looks like they're working toward that. And then another guy that I'm intrigued by is an offensive tackle from Nashville that I wrote about, John yeah. Wayne Oliver, the Duke. Uh, he is, uh, you know, unrated, but he's got offers from schools like Auburn and Michigan and Miami and Florida State, I think. And if Michigan's if Michigan's offered you, you're probably doing things right because. Two years in a row, they've won best offensive line in college football, if my memory is correct here. And so, big kid, yeah, yeah, versatile, could play guard or tackle. I think he's probably uh, more suited for tackle. At least that's what we're projecting as as a as a website. And he said, "Hey, look, man, I don't really have. I'd like to do this before my senior season, but let's see what happens this weekend. Let's see. Auburn's kind of got in on him early. Um, I don't know. I just when I talked to him, it sounded like he was a guy that was." supremely interested, and I'm, I'm thinking if Auburn hits it out of the park this weekend, that could be the first step, you know, two steps away from him being in the class. I will say I could be dead wrong on both these kids. A lot of it for us, as you all know, is just initial vibes, you know what I mean? Initial vibes. But but I got that same initial vibe with Walker White, right? Yep. And now we, now we think that Auburn could get him, the four-star quarterback. You know, we'll see. So anyway, those are two guys I'm keeping track of this weekend. Be real curious to see what they say. I think that's a great point, Keith. It, it, some of these non-ranked guys, some of these three-star guys, some lower-ranked, but the true test to me is, do they have an Auburn offer? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do they have an all, yeah. Auburn offer? Uh, and, and so those two guys, Devin Smith, John Wayne, Oliver, definitely guys like that. Those are the kind of guys that you would get a commitment from that maybe you weren't keeping an eye on. That's, that's what I was going to say too, Jeffrey. There's some guys – I mean, there's actually a lot of guys coming in that don't claim an Auburn offer yet, and, and if they do get that offer, is yeah. that something they jump on? I don't, you know, that could be something to watch. Some of these guys probably leave without an offer, if we're being honest, because they're they're wanting to see these guys for the first time, and they hadn't gotten the chance to. They've mm-hmm. only been on the job for a month and a half, two months. So, but a couple of picks for me. Uh, uh, I say Treshawn Griffin is a guy from Bibb County, unranked, unranked guy. He's a defensive lineman. Boy, I, I, I've talked to a couple coaches over the past week. They they have raved about this guy. They said really? he's probably the best D lineman in the state that we win against is what I've been really? told about him. Oh, i got somebody for you, too. Isaiah Faga. Oh, yeah, from Central. From Central Phoenix City. He's committed yeah. to Utah. Just yeah. got an Auburn offer earlier this week or the week before. So, he's a guy, unranked defensive lineman from Central Phoenix City. Isaiah Faga, he's committed to Utah. Auburn has offered. Those are the kind of guys that he. I would put him on my list. Yeah. Potential flip. Yeah. Yeah. A local kid with, from uh, committed to Utah with an Auburn offer. Yep. And a couple other guys. I've talked to Jordan Burns a lot, who's a four-star linebacker from Atlanta. I, I'm the same way with him that I am with Devin Smith. And Devin Smith's a guy that Keith mentioned. He's a guy that I've talked to. I get that same vibe that that Auburn's like a really big factor for for that guy and. And obviously, he's got a lot of offers. He's a four-star guy, but I don't know if he'd commit this weekend. But is is he a guy to watch going forward after this visit? Yeah, I was surprised he was going. So um, after talking to him again, I was like, yeah, I mean, it seems like Auburn's really high for you. So him, Jaden Lewis, of course, from Aniston, um, Caleb Harris, the three-star safety from Thompson, Alabaster, man. Mm-hmm. Every time I talk to him, and I've talked to him in person last this past season when I went to the Thompson game. He's high on Auburn. He's he's very high on Auburn. It's one of the top two or three is the impression I get. Well, you'd like to get some poise from Thompson, wouldn't you? I'm, yeah. yeah, you would. And here's an interesting one, too. Um, I've actually talked before we found out he was coming. I've talked to him before. He actually followed me last year, and I, I talked to him, just fill him out, see who he was, because it said he was a five-star kicker. The Mason Love guy mm-hmm. from, from Missouri, he's also a punter. So mm-hmm. – they're fixing to lose Oscar Chapman after this season, I think, So to the NFL because he's really good. Is he a guy that maybe jumps in as a punter and kicker and works behind, uh, you know, want, wanting to work behind Alex McPherson, be a punter as well, that kind of thing? Is he a guy that jumps in? He's making a long trip out here. so Absolutely. Keith. I'm going to get my first piece of advice to Hugh Freeze's <laughs> I wouldn't – now, this guy may be good. I don't know. But if you need a guy to kick right away and you don't go to Pro, pro Kick Australia or Australia Pro Kick where they got the last two guys, yeah, 
I think you need to have your head checked. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I'd be going back. But no, I mean, you got to, the truth is you actually got to have more than two kickers. You, yep. you really need a guy, you really need three. You need a guy that can do both. You, you know, you got your ace punter and your ace kicker, and then you need somebody that can do both and, and do long kickoffs uh, to kind of bail you out of other situations and can bail you out of other situations when a guy's hurt and all that. What were you saying, Jeffrey? I, I, Cole mentioned the kid from Mason Love from Missouri, the, the Bobby Inksler, the kid from Florida, is a guy that they were in on by Rock Valentoni, the special teams coordinator under Harson. Had I think he offered Bobby Inksler. So it's uh, so they're bringing both of those guys in. Is one better punter than he is a kicker? Is one better kicker than he is a punter, Keith? Because if so, that lines up with what you're looking for. Now you've got one at each position. Now you're looking for kind of a best available to kind of be the backup. But I don't. Really I, I don't. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I don't. I don't know who's better. You just always you got to brace for the worst case scenarios, right? And, and you know, how many times yeah. have you seen a team their kicker gets hurt and they're having to throw out somebody there that has no business kicking? Well, you don't see it as much as you used to, and that that's because teams are, have gotten a little more savvy here. So we'll see. Yeah, good versatile guy, um, and we'll see what happens there. And I, I will say this. There is a push in the coaching community to find specialists that you can get to walk on that are scholarship caliber, and then you give them the NIL money to compensate them for the scholarship. Yeah, sure. So there's sure. a potential to commit to create flexibility there. So while you may get a commitment, it may not necessarily be a scholarship commitment. I was about to ask this question, Jay Head. I, th- I thought the same thing, right? Would you rather burn a scholarship on a kicker, or would you rather burn NIL money? On a kicker, and I owe money all day for me because you. No, can, I agree. I agree. If well, I, I guess. Mean, well, how much is he going to cost you, right? Right. Are they in state? Are they out of state? That would probably factor into it as well because you're talking about a difference in tuition, how all that works. But I tend to believe NIL because you can go out and raise more NIL to a well, degree, right? I mean, if you, you if you if you're talking to a couple of donors and you say, hey, look. I need a couple extra dollars here to help us get this kicker. There are only 85 scholarships, only 85. And if you want to stack it with the best players you possibly can, that may call for a little bit of a tougher decision. So I think I'd rather waste my NIL money, everything being equal as far as that's concerned. And it probably wouldn't cost you much. You're going to reimburse it for the the, the, the tuition. So you're looking at, what, 35, 40 grand a year? Probably, yeah. $3,000 a month. With kickers, I mean, a lot of times when we we talk to recruits, we ask them, you know, what does the success at this position at Auburn mean to you? Lately, it's been corners and safeties. Ago, man, they got a lot of guys in the NFL. You know, that's mm-hmm. cool. Auburn's had a really good tradition of kickers, guys. They've had an awesome tradition of kickers. Who was the Aussie under Gus? Uh, Aaron Sipos. Sipos. Yes. Hey, I, I I can see the viewership is plummeting. Should we talk about it? Yeah, let's do that. I tell you what, to transition, you guys have listed some sleepers as far as that's concerned of guys that you think may be scholarship guys or guys that could flip. For me, there is one guy that I'm tracking, and I saw it when he got his scholarship offer and the excitement that he had. But it's a young man out of the state of Mississippi. He's a running back by the name of – Oh, he's from Pascagoula? Kayan Daniels from West Point, Mississippi. Oh, yeah. Put on his tape. The kid's a prior quarterback. He just started playing running back this past year. It was over 2,000 yards. Explosive. Not a bigger back in the, in the mold of a, of a fat Burnett, but a guy that's athletic that probably mirrors 
what Hugh Freeze has utilized in the past, maybe even Philip Montgomery. Um, but a guy that I'm watching and somebody that, you know, was very, very excited about that offer in the middle of nowhere, Mississippi, you know, he hasn't been evaluated properly to this point. I guarantee you he's going to be a much higher ranked kid once people start to get their eyes on him. And he's got offers already from Oregon, Mississippi State, Auburn, and Vanderbilt, I believe. Jay, have you, you're, you're, you led me to something that Jeffrey and I talked about the other day. It, it looks like Mississippi is now going to officially be part of the Auburn footprint. Recruiting yes. footprint. And, and you've got Hugh Freeze with the connections there, Jake Thornton with the connections there, Jeremy Garrett with the connections there. Ron Roberts has coached in that region for many, many years. And, um, I'm just telling you, man, you know, um, I think that that's an area – and now every, every year is different, right? Every year is different. There's not mm-hmm. always going to be a great class out of Mississippi. But we're seeing the offers start to pick up again over there. And now we're going to find out if, if these coaches have any traction over there. And they might. We'll see. That could be significant, you, you know. Go back to the Marcus Woodson days when you've yeah. got Derek Hall. Or was that Marcus Woodson? It was. Derek Hall. Um, Stone. Stone. Andy. And Charles Moore. Charles now, Moore. Only, only one of them panned out, but – but uh, but you don't know that at the time. Everybody recruited those guys. You know, it's not like it was right. an Auburn failure. You know, I, I, I'll tell you what. The, the the more that I I sit and observe the way that he frees recruits and his strategy and his staff strategy, I think he's a really he's got like a competitive edge about beating schools like Ole Miss and Alabama and Georgia and specifically those coaches there. He. he Every recruit that I talk to on campus, when I talk to them after they have left their campus visit, they say when they sat in Coach Freeze's office, he said, well, you know, I didn't realize that he beat Nick Saban twice. And I said, oh, really? How, how did you – how did you – he goes, oh, he told me. Told me. <laughs> like one of the first things he told me when I got in there. So he is like – he's very, very serious about beating some of these people. I mean, everybody is, but he's, he's made it a point to tell recruits that too. Hey, I beat these guys before. I'm going to do it again, you know. And, and that's why he's so heavy in Mississippi right now. That's why he's made stops to all the Alabama commits, like in a row the other day. I, I, that's just my observation of him right now. I, I, I like it. I kind of like Brooks, it. Brooks would call that a flex. I actually saw Brent Venables, Oklahoma's coach, talking just briefly to a recruit the other day. They can only talk for a second. And he said, uh, the first thing he said was, hey, you know, we, we at Oklahoma, we put more guys – yeah. We had more offensive tackles drafted in the first round than anybody or something like that. Whatever it was, was he wasn't wasting any time. These guys are smart guys now. They have limited time, whether they're on campus or even at their own schools. Even if you have an hour with somebody, you can't cover everything. So you get you, you cut to the chase. And, and Hugh Freeze, same thing. And, and by the way, uh, a guy that Jeffrey and I know well, Jarris McIntyre, I hung out with the other day, the former Auburn receiver. Hugh Freeze came by his school, Tampa Catholic, and, and uh, Jer said he made a great impression on the kids. He made a great impression on me. He said, man, this guy is chill. He just can, he's like, he can just kind of blend into any conversation in any situation. And he's just comfortable. He just looks comfortable. Um, and that's, those are the guys who are successful recruiters, man. Yeah. I will tell you this. I had a conversation with a guy that used to be in the player personnel world because I was kind of asking him about our involvement in the state of Mississippi. And what he told me is he said, look, you get some of the best raw athletes in the entire Southeast out of the state of Mississippi. They are 
underdeveloped because they're in these rural small schools that don't have the best resources. He said, whereas in, in Texas, you can get guys that are overdeveloped and they probably even possibly peaked at that point. So you have to be very careful with how you recruit that state because of the importance that's placed on football at the high school level. In Mississippi, it's the reverse. And if you've got somebody on your staff that knows where to go to find those guys or has relationships to leverage, you can hit some real gold mines in the state of Mississippi for guys that are, you know, those just unranked athletes at this point in the recruiting cycle if you get in on them early. So I'm interested to see have we hit that gold mine with all the relationships that this staff seems to have in that state. Javari Murphy. Jabari Murphy. Is that the in-state wide receiver? Yes, Elmore County. Yep, eclectic. Eclectic, yep. Not sure Auburn's interest there. Yeah, I talked to him earlier in the week. He said he hadn't heard from them much, and then he hit me back maybe a day later and said, just got the invite. So oh. happened like that. <laughs> and, and you know what, Keith? We talked about this before, man, but this maybe it was Jay head but these days like this kind of lets you know it's kind of a, an indicator of Auburn's initial interest, at, at least, right? Yep. Like, yeah, if, you're, if you're getting an invite to this to this junior day, Auburn, the, the first step has been taken for mm-hmm. some of these kids. It's already been taken for a lot of them, but for some of these kids coming in here without an offer, and if you've been invited to Auburn, hey, you're at least on our board. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And, you know, some of the kids they offered, like they offered some Auburn High kids, and, and some of those may end up being preferred walk-on types, good players, by the way. But, uh, you know, so you've got some of those kids, too. But you're right. By and large, if you're getting a, an invitation to one of these things, there's some real interest on Auburn's behalf. And it's funny, you know, we, we get, we're all guilty of this. We get so caught up in the rankings. And, you know, they've offered multiple kids that don't even have rankings. I think, uh, mm-hmm. uh, is it Devin Collier? Was that the name of the, the kid at Lee yeah. County that I wrote about the other day? Yeah. You know, five yeah. eleven, two hundred pounder that plays Lee County, Georgia, where I'm not that far from. Uh, a school that's producing just a ton of talent every year. Okay, five eleven, two hundred plays nickel, plays running back, an athlete that's never really. This is to your point about Mississippi, uh, uh, Jay. Except obviously in Georgia, they're getting these schools. High schools have indoor facilities, but he's oh, yeah. never really focused just on one position. Uh, you know, Auburn offered him. It's going to be one of those guys that's just a special athlete that gets a lot of offers, and, and they're trying to get him up there this weekend. He's going to try to make it. Some Sometimes these kids already have plans. Some of them are playing basketball. Some of them have indoor track in Alabama. So it's a challenge. And then also, it's the last weekend before the dead period. The dead period starts, I think, uh, the 29th, I want to say. But, uh, the day after, or the 30th. Sunday. Yeah, 30th. Yeah. yeah. And so – you know, everybody right now and across the southeast is trying to get well, every in the country, but the all, the schools all the recruits kids are all trying to get these kids on campus this weekend. It's the last weekend before you go dead for a month and you can't have anybody on your campus. So when you factor all that in, there does seem to be some buzz about Auburn right now. There does. Now, I think one re, one way to get that buzz to go up even higher is to get yourself a quarterback in the next four to eight weeks. You do yeah. that, and I think it, I think it, uh, it then shoots up about three more levels, to be honest with you. But, no, everything's trending up right now for Auburn. I mean, I don't, we're, we don't have to create anything. We don't have to invent momentum. They, uh, they're getting guys on campus. Kids are saying all the right things. They want to see the facilities. They're excited about Hugh Freeze. And, again, I think that I still go back to one point. 
all these high school coaches, they all know Hugh Freeze. I'll tell you what, Trent Seaborn, the 2027 quarterback uh, from Thompson, he's never met Hugh Freeze, okay? But his coach, Mark Freeman, uh, knows Hugh Freeze, and he said, hey, he, he likes him a lot. And, and because Hugh knows all these guys in Colt, this goes back to some stuff you worked on last uh, winter or uh, last December when, or November when Auburn was getting ready to hire Hugh Freeze and then hire him. You spoke to a bunch of high school coaches, and they raved about the guy. Well, yeah. they're going to pass that along to the guys that they coach, you know, and it, it seems that that's happened. Yep. I wanted to mention one more guy, uh, Jeffrey, Joseph Phillips, mm. unranked linebacker from Booker T. Washington in Tuskegee, which is yeah. – for those that aren't familiar with the Auburn area, everybody probably is, but that's right there. I mean, it is 20 minutes or less from yeah. Auburn. Um, he he told me, like, yeah, I guess Auburn's the leader because it's the only place I've ever been. I've been there twice, and I've never been anywhere else. So he's got offers from Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Penn oh, State. Oh, shit, really? Everybody. Everybody. He's – yeah, it – his ranking's not going to be where it is for very long. I promise you that. When you I, I did ask him. Him up. I asked him, I said, is, is Auburn – 6'3", 220? Yeah. Hey, actually, just by happenstance, I was going – I wanted to watch Jeremiah Cobb in person, and I believe Cadillac was there that night to watch him, and it was an away game for Catholic. It was at Booker T. Washington. And, you know, I just expected that to be a blowout because Catholic blew everybody up. And they, they did that in the playoffs, too, until they lost that one game. But Booker T. Washington made it a game all the way through, and it was because of Joseph Phillips. He was he was hitting Jeremiah Cobb in the mouth, okay? Good player. He, he's big, physical, one of the best athletes I've seen in person. Um, but I asked him, you know, is Auburn a place you think about committing soon? He goes, no, no, I got I to gotta see all these schools. Like, they have oh, come after okay. me. I, I really like Auburn. They're definitely in front. You know, I, I think they're probably in front. I can't really say that for sure because I have got to see these schools because they're coming after me pretty hard. So I thought that was really interesting, and he's a guy that's going to be a big target moving yeah. forward. I just saw your story on him from about three weeks ago, Cole, and uh, Auburn re-offering junior field. Dude, this guy's a stud. I don't have to see his film. I don't have to see his unranking, yeah. his non-ranking. He's got out Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, Florida. That's all I need to see. He's a four-star guy, offer alone, yes. offer list alone. Stud, six three two twenty. Yeah, then put his film up after you see that offer list, and you'll understand why he has it. It it it, it is legitimate. And I look, I know that our ratings guys are probably swamped right now because not only are they doing you know twenty, they're finalizing twenty twenty three. They got twenty twenty four. They're also doing the transfer portal. Yeah. It's a nightmare right now. Look, I couldn't imagine being in the ranking service as far as that's concerned. And, and go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry. When they get around to this kid, you're right, Jeffrey. It's not going to take long for them to say, okay, four-star, rubber stamp, move on. Yeah. People talk right. about the camps all the time and, and getting seen in the camps, and that is important because you get them all in one place instead of having to go to every little bitty town in Mississippi, Alabama, Florida. It's hard to do that. you gotta, you got to allot some time for that. But Joseph Phillips hadn't really been a camper. Why? Because he's got a job. Every time he's not practicing football or at school, he's working. So that's when I talked to him. He was on break at You work. know what he does? Yeah, he works at McDonald's in Shorter. Cool, man. Respect, yeah. dude. No doubt. That's, uh, let me tell you something. If you're, if you're a D1 athlete, a high school elite football player, and you're working at McDonald's, sign me up, big dog. I, I know. I know. Sign I, me up. 
He, I, he, Joseph he Phillips just became my favorite player recruit of the 2024 class. You, you need to call him, Jeffrey, and and put aside some time because he'll talk to you. He's a good For dude. real? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to put him on the top of my list. Joseph Phillips. <laughs> He, he he's 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 a new Camden Brown. He's like, man, I'm about to get in trouble. I got to run. I'm on my break here. I said, oh, I didn't even realize that. You got to be about shitting that. me. <laughs> yeah. Wow, man, yeah, I tell yeah. you what, Joseph Phillips, folks, Booker T. Washington, and nearby Skiggy. Yep, six three two twenty got offers from anybody, everybody you want offers from. Yeah, you you could ask Jeremiah Cobb about him. He he remember. Speaking of speaking of Jeremiah Cobb, I guess we got to address the fact that he's going to sign next week or oh yeah, I forgot about this signing day Wednesday. Yeah, sure is, isn't it? I forgot about that. Signing day is Wednesday, folks. Believe it or not. So probably got one signing. Has C.J. Johnson signed? Yes, he has. C.J. signed. Um, Obviously, our current commitment will. Sign and then maybe Will James guys is that that's is the that only cool? guy I know of. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, that's the only guy I know of that's even a possibility. Yes, yeah. yeah, right, right. And why you would need uh, another defensive back in this class, I don't know. But they know a lot more than I do. Trust me, the coaches know a lot more than we do. Well, at one point they um, they were going to take Tony Mitchell and Braden Marshall too, right? <laughs> so they got in their mind yeah. they might have a spot, but I don't know. I mean. He thinks the offer might come. That's at last check. I need to get back with him, but I'm not sure. I really can't read that one. And then the only other name on the board was Brian Longwell, which we think is trending elsewhere at this yeah. point, possibly Arizona State, Colorado, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't see him in Auburn. No, Christian Robinson gone. No. And I, I, so, yeah, Will James, Jeremiah Cobb. Je, Will James is the only potential guy. We expect mm-hmm. Jeremiah Cobb to publicly announce his signing with Auburn. Kudos to him for sticking there with his buddies. He wants to have a big celebration with all of him, all of his classmates, his teammates, his buddies. So we'll be keeping track on that on Wednesday. I'm sure Auburn will release it as soon as they can. Zach, jump in here, big dog. Are you talking about Joseph Phillips fighting the Twitter trolls about Cormani McLean? <laughs> oh, that's what the rivals rankings guys are doing. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a joke about the four stars. I mean, I think everyone had a meltdown over that. Who is Kamani McLean? He was the five star corner out of Miami that just committed to, that flip to Colorado. Yeah. And they gave him a five star. Or no, he was a five star and on three dropped him to a four star. And people had yeah, a <laughs> and raised Keldrick Falk to a five star. <laughs> Oh, uh, wait, so who, who dropped him to a four-star? On three. three. Okay, so this was a guy that was expected to commit to Florida and then ended up committing to Miami when a day before nobody knew that he was going to Miami, I guess, or a couple of days before. Now, after being committed to Miami for quite a long time, ditched them at the last minute to sign with Colorado. He may be a great kid. He may be a great player. But that is a red flag. That is a little bit of a red flag, especially when it comes to rankings, because we have followed this for a long time. Jeffrey, Jeffrey's the godfather here. Uh, when there's a lot of drama with the kid, Jeffrey, how often did it pan out? What's the, how much does the percentage drop? It's very rare. Let's be honest yeah. here, right? It drops. It's it, very rare. The percentage rare. drops. Yeah. You look, at, you look at the best college football players the last 10 years, most of them, the large majority of them, 
their recruitments for look at Ruben uh, Foster. Look at uh, what's his name from Phoenix City. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, um. you talking about the kid that just signed last year? No, no, no. I, I, and I'm only I'm, I'm in the Auburn sphere, so I'm thinking who had the, the dramatics? It was just ugh. oh, Crow, Isaiah Crow, Crow, Crow. What what did did JV and Cohen ever pan out? Yeah, he did. He did actually started games at Bama. Now he's uh, NIL got him down to Miami, so he's going to play his final year with the. Oh, games. oh, really? So a guy who could be. <laughs> <laughs> could be uh, swayed back during his recruitment. Can now be swayed. There, so there's yes, a, yeah. So panning out, think, no, I, but I, the red flag. He, he might have lost the starting job, and I don't, I don't follow. Well, there you go. He didn't. But, but I think he's been a. He's, no, he's been a pretty good player. He's been. Here's good. a good okay. example. Uh, George Pickens looked like he was panning out pretty well, but had so many problems at Georgia. Now he's in the NFL, panning out well. You know, did he work out at Georgia? Because. They had so many problems there. He was, it's almost like they couldn't count on him to play, you know? Well, they he did win a national title with him, though. Yeah, know. I was going to say. And he had a catch in that game. I think a lot of his problems were injuries, along with some off-the-field stuff. But if the right. kid stays healthy, he's a beast, man. Oh, I mean, absolutely, I'm not, yeah. not, not going to knock him. Well, that's the thing. All these guys are talented. There's no question about it with these guys. Carmody McClain's one of the best talents in the country. Is he going to work out, though? Well, that's why he has offers from Florida and Miami and yeah. you know, Colorado. I mean, don't get me wrong. T.J. Yeldon had a lot of drama. He ended up being a fantastic player. True. There's, there are guys. There are guys with drama yeah. that end up being great, but True. the percentage drops a little bit. Okay, it definitely drops. So. Yeah. Could you imagine being Curtis Looper after that T.J. Yeldon flip? Woo, buddy. Oh, Luke. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Jeff Lee after that? TJ being Jeff Lee after that. I think Je- I think Jeffrey was on a hiatus in North Carolina when that. If I that. wasn't, I would have went on it after that shit. <laughs> uh, all right, folks, let's wrap it up there. We're going to be all over this Junior Day all weekend long. Go to Auburn Live on three. Go ahead and get signed up, man. Like I said, it's free for the first week. I think right now the deal is still going on. It's like twenty nine bucks until September, so you get about ten months for about three dollars a month. Can't beat it, man. Uh, we're going to be all over the junior day. Keith's coming up. We'll be running a live blog all day long at Auburn Live on 3. We'll be confirming guys when guys shows up. Uh, before uh, guys show up, we're going to have exit interviews. We're going to be doing all. We're going to have blowout coverage. Before we go, anybody got to have about you this week? I do. Okay. I'm going to go with Albie Fan, who sent myself, you, and Cole a, uh, a DM. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wanted to let you know, much appreciated. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, please keep watching the show and, and tuning in. We really appreciate you being part of the community. Definitely. Cole or Keith? Yeah, he'll same for me. I give him a times two. And uh, then uh, I'll also add just an, an old time favorite. Old stats don't matter. Yay! I've got two, you know, Weeks again. Weeks. Uh, Weeks had a uh, photo taken with Hugh Freeze and Zach Efferidge yesterday at Callaway High School and then had to eat a bunch of it from, from uh, of all people, Rice on the board after Rice made fun of him for wearing a women's soccer T-shirt. Uh, so that was, that, that was exciting. That was exciting. Uh, but also, uh, and you guys, I need help on this because I'm driving and I forgot to write this down. Uh, the, the person on our board who lost their family member in the last week, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you all saw it before I did and I went in. At, uh, is it Auburn? Oh gosh, 
I think I did him last week. But I'll look that up and put him back on the list. Yes. Uh, well, if you don't mind. But I, we're just thoughts are with him and his family still, or them and their families. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I was going to say, you are talking about that kid from Brunswick, Keith. You know the best thing come out of Brunswick? Uh, not rice. The stew. Mm. Hey! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, you don't you know anything about Brunswick stew? No, you but anyway, yes. By the way, we ought to give rice a cow about you every week. Nobody takes more crap on the board than that guy. Nobody well, deserves it. I love rice. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's the best, man. I mean, yeah. and he responds within 30 seconds. I, it, the guy could be he could be on an airplane and he's responding in 30 seconds somehow. Yep. It's, Unbelievable. Anyway, that's it for me. Okay. All right. I got uh, Obliterati. Mm. Dude, it obliterated me the other day. I can't remember what it was. But he's <laughs> Tecmo 34, man. Red Boy 33. How about you, big dog? How about you to TLB for AU? How about you to Beastu? Not Brunswick Stu, but Beastu 0702. And how about you to Johnny 8-Ball? I just like Johnny 8-Ball. I was going to say, I just like the name, bro. Yeah. He, I guess he's a big pool player. Probably. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> Or something. Or cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, great stuff, folks, man. We appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate everybody subscribing. And we will be all over this weekend. We hope to uh, to uh, feel all the needs you have for Auburn recruiting. It's going to be a big weekend, man. We'll be all over it. We'll be back. We'll, we will be back Sunday night for the call-in show, and we will wrap up this weekend and uh, see how it goes into the February dead period. If anybody's got to going to commit and join Amon Lane right day in the morning uh, on this commitment list. Let me get the hell out of here before I can't talk. Hey, appreciate everybody. Appreciate everybody. Appreciate everybody. For Cole, for J-Head, for Keith on the road, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lehman. Y'all stay out of that left lane, Keith. See you. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.